Lemon Pepper Parlay is presented for the People by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. Must be 21 or older. That's right. Another edition of the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. The final basketball edition. We'll be back for football season. But for now, I got to introduce my man, the kid from Kansas City, who brought another kid from Kansas City today. So I guess we're just... uh, (laughs) <laughs> babysitting kids from Kansas City all through <laughs> Extra Points Podcast today. Mark Gunnels, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. You know, it's good to have a close friend that I grew up with in Kansas City here alongside with me. He wants to see me in my element. He wants to see me go battle with Martin Wise. And I've told him about you a lot, so he knows your rap sheet and everything. But the question is, the one that you neglected to mention, does Uh-oh. he... Has he tweeted yet his location and time? Do people know that it is currently 1052 in El Segundo, California? Are we sure? Can we be sure? No, he, he's done it in the past, but that's kind of my thing. I do the, you know, 11 a.m. in L.A. type thing. So shout out to Drake, though. He's the one that started that movement. So I'm just carrying on the, the tradition. That's all. Well, I don't know what time it was, but a few days ago, that would have been a great segue if I did. Bradley Beal. See, Spaghetti was worried. Spaghetti was worried at the start of the last podcast. We were talk- He's like, hey, man, try not to talk about too many, like, NBA future stuff. Like, focus kind of on the finals because it's like, you know, this is- we got one more episode before the offseason. I was like, bro, trust me. There will be plenty of NBA stuff to talk about between now and then. And in the last six days, I've been vindicated. Bradley Beal, <laughs> now a Phoenix Sun. Chris Paul on Good Morning America. <laughs> don't know quite where he's going to be yet, but uh, there you go. Matt Ishby is playing 2K. The Phoenix Suns really love mid-range shooters. Like, that's their thing. They love jump shooters that work in that 18 to 20-foot area. Now you're adding Bradley Bill to, for me, his game is too similar to Devin Booker. And who's their point guard? Is it going to be Devin Booker? Is he going to yes. be the point guard? Yes. Or is Cameron Payne going to be the starting point guard? Stop it. I'm just saying. So, I mean, are you comfortable with Devin Booker facilitating the offense? Is that okay? And then who's going to play defense? We already know they don't have no rim protection because DeAndre Ayton is just a a wall back there. He's not stopping anybody. He's a turnstile. Devin Booker, eh, he actually played pretty good defense this year. I will give him credit. He he played pretty good defense this year. Kevin Durant's not the same, obviously, after the injury, tearing his Achilles. He, he's not going to get after it for a full season defensively, maybe a spot minutes here and there. And then Bradley Bill. He hasn't played defense since John Wall's been in D.C. See, I don't, so, have, I don't have a problem with the basketball side of it, like financially. Financially, really? like, well, because it's the thing. The roster's not filled out. Like if you tell it, what they like, got? What, they got five dollars to fill it out. All right, but just just take just take a bird's eye view of this thing. All right, if you just look at the playoffs as a whole, the team that challenged the champion the most, the Phoenix Suns, just traded Landry Shamit. They they did. Yeah, but it took like they, two historical shooting performances from Devin Booker. Who is and, that guy? First of all, like, yes, that, yes, he is that and guy. He flamed and he can't out play the last guard. two games in that just, series. But hear this. All right, that, that they barely team, won those games. But go ahead. That team that barely won, you know, everybody else all already lost the other four. You know what I'm saying? Like they won two, but everybody else barely but won that's, one. But we have to mention it was it took him shooting like seven percent from the field in two of those games. What score like forty points? Like that was an abnormal. Devin, it was no, an abnormal Devin Booker scored forty points. It's not abnormal. 
shooting seven percent while Devin doing Booker it. Scoring forty points is not at but moment. shooting seventy percent. Well, he shot like twenty one out of twenty six. And you know I love Kentucky guards. Anyway. I think KD scored like forty in one of those games too. But, but basketball yeah. wise, I don't really like. I think ultimately what you're going to look at is what you saw in that Denver series. They said, okay, this team is significantly better when Devin Booker is handling the ball. This team is much better when Devin Booker is the, the primary decision maker, right? Whether he's the final shot or passing it to Kevin Durant or, or whatever. He, Chris Paul as the primary decision maker for this. That ended. He was on the bench. And that team, that, that was the team. You know what I'm saying? That's my thing. That team advanced without Chris Paul already. So you're trading him who wasn't there in the postseason already. And then Landry Shamit. I mean, yeah, he's not – I would take, on the aggregate, Bradley Beal over Landry Shamit. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I've heard apparently course, it is a hot take. Of course you would. Well, hey, I've heard some people on the internet talking differently. I don't know. I, I just see, I've seen some tweets. <laughs> but you take that, you get you a guard, a defensive-minded guard, and you find you a defensive-minded big, I like the chances in the West. I'm not saying that they're – this should be the odds-on favorite. But I think if you look at teams that have the opportunity to win a championship and teams that have the op- don't have the opportunity, Phoenix, as of now, obviously, depending on how they build out the rest of the roster, because they need to get that other guard, because you have to be able to play at least seven people in the playoffs. That's Them's the rules, right? What they did now is they should have a primary ball-handling, ball-handling facilitator-type score in Devin Booker primarily, and Beal secondarily, with Kevin Durant being, like you said, he's not the guy he once was, which is fine. He's had all these injuries and so on and so forth. Like, I'm not the, I'm not chastising him for it. Yeah. But yeah. you don't really want him necessarily initiating your offense so much anymore. We saw a lot of live ball turnovers out of him in the postseason, right? I think that works in a vacuum. Now, like, if you want to talk about how much it's going to cost – you want to talk about how it's cost prohibitive for them going forward down the line? Yeah, yeah, it's all of that. It's all a disaster. But right now, just looking at it, I, I don't have the biggest issue with the basketball construction of it. I'm surprised you don't because you were so against the Suns as far as them being a jump shooting team and having no rim pressure. And they added a guy that's not going to add to that. That's, I mean, that is going to add to the jump shooting part of it, but it's not going to help them as far as creating rim pressure. And we know in the playoffs, creating easy buckets is a thing. Having to rely so, on jump shooting too much I, is, is not a sustainable thing when you're talking that, about a playoff run. I think that without Chris Paul in the lineup, we saw a Phoenix team that's a lot faster. Like, everybody talks about Chris Paul is good for bigs and Chris Paul helps guys get their shots. Well, Chris Paul is also going to pound the ball for 10 seconds of possession, right? Yeah, like absolutely. That's, I think yeah. what we saw with Point Booker is the ball was moving so much faster. And because of Kevin Durant was so much of the defense's attention, you remember our gravity argument from a few years ago. It's like, no, everybody has gravity. All this. Like, no, Steph, people just pay more attention to Steph. People, There's guess, different levels to gravity, but I yeah. I guess Kevin Durant's yeah. gravity is similar to the moon, whereas Steph's is more like Earth. <laughs> but in any event, <laughs> the lunar gravity of Kevin Durant in the corner was allowed, was not forcing the, you know, the double teams on Booker. And now with Bradley Beal on the other side, you got a legit other ball handler who I get there's a little bit of a redundancy there, but that's why I say it depends on how they fill out the whole roster. But if you're giving me Jokic and Murray, LeBron and AD, 
Steph, Clay, Draymond, who we'll get to him in a moment. But like these other pairings of teams in the West, right? These other star, like the marquee players in the West. Mm -hmm. Phoenix's marquee is pretty damn impressive. It is. All right, so let me ask you a question. Are you keeping DeAndre Aiden? Are you trading him to add some more depth on the roster? I am moving him as fast as possible. Okay. We and are, and, like, I, and we, I would agree with that. Because we got to get bodies. And I agree and with first that. Of all, like, we gotta, first of all, if you're going to play on this team with these salaries, you can't make a significant amount of money and be getting bets for Jock Landale. It's not good. You just, well, it just can't happen. It's not good. It just can't happen. Yeah, so, you know, I agree. I think they should trade DeAndre Aiden because he's obviously their only asset that people would would want, right? Because a team can believe and be like, okay, if I give him in my system, under my t my tutelage, I can make him out to be this number one pick well, that he was supposed to be. Well, let's be real. His career, he's 17 and 10. His numbers don't truly drop in the playoffs. Like, the thing with DeAndre Ayton. You want more. Exactly. That's what it is. He's 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 a lot of people's. He's my Bam Adebayo. I, I would love it if you would shoot more eight-foot jumpers. <laughs> Just make it. You know, for, for DeAndre Ayton, it'd be like, dog. Yeah, you slammed you, Ayton last week. No, I mean, no, uh, but, but for bam, Ayton, bam. it's like, all right, bro, you're seven feet tall. This is a problem. I, was, this, I, I never grew past this height. I was been this height since I was in the seventh grade. So this is the issue. So I was watching all these people being taller than me, complaining about all of it. Go get the ball off the rim. You're seven feet tall. Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, and, and Devin Booker combined going to shoot like, what, 35-ish percent from three? That means they're going to miss 65% of the shots. Go get them. Yeah. Go get them, and then you can get 10, 15 points and run the floor. Go get that, and you know what you can get? A championship. Just like Aaron Gordon. You know what I'm saying? Like, go be Aaron. That's what it is. Like, Aaron Gordon loses all value if he's not pushing people around, oh, yeah. running the floor, yeah. playing defense. Yeah. If Deion that's what DeAndre, you know what I'm saying? It's you got to see what's around you and where you fit in. Yeah, because to your uh, Aaron Gordon point, he's going to do stuff that Michael Porter Jr. doesn't do. Exactly. But it works out perfectly. Exactly. Because right? Porter could just be on the perimeter looking pretty, shooting threes. Why Aaron Gordon's in there doing the dirty work, right? But you know what? This is why this trade bothers me. And maybe because I haven't got over what happened in the past with Phoenix. I didn't like them getting Kevin Durant in the first place. I liked their, their other roster when they still had Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges. And they had the depth. And you saw how Mikael Bridges, as soon as he goes to the Nets, he's looking like a star now, getting you 20, 25 Jeez. points a night. I like that construction better overall. And we're seeing it now. This big three era is dead. Get two stars, surround them with depth. And you can win. We just saw the Denver Nuggets just do it with Murray and Jokic right. and good surrounding pieces Bro, around. We're dancing him. around the quiet part out loud. Is this a big three? Yeah, it by definition it is, right? You have three what top twenty-five players? Is Bradley Bill a top twenty-five player? I don't think you can name twenty-five players better than Bradley Bill right now. And he's definitely top thirty. So if your third best player is in the top 30, that's not a big three? I mean... If the, if the, the, the top two are in the like top this. I'll put 10? it like this. There's 15 players on the All-Star team on either side. Bradley Beal didn't make that team this year. He didn't. Nor last year. Nor the year before. Really? He's only a three-time All-Star. Let's look that up. He hasn't made it since COVID. Okay. That's 2020. It's okay. 2023. 
I still think he's a if he's your third best player, I still think that's considered a big three. Now, if he was your second best player, I would be out. But I think as your third guy, I think that's still considered. Okay, here's about This may be hot. What? And it may be fresh off watching Katie in the playoffs back to back years. I just looked it up. He actually made it in twenty one. That was his last appearance, twenty one. Okay. Yeah. So it's been two years then. Yeah, yeah. And prior to that, it had been a minute. Yeah, before that, it was 18 and 19. Yeah, 18 and 19. That's what yeah. I was thinking. 18, yeah. 19, like right after John Wall. Yeah. But the other thing is, is Bradley Beal right now a better player than Kevin Durant? No. In term, Bro, how many live ball turnovers did you see? Like, if you scale back Bradley Beal's usage, right, and you – we saw Kevin Durant. That's the thing. I'm not saying, like, obviously Kevin Durant had a better career. Obviously Kevin Durant is a Mount Rushmore type of player. Kevin Durant is a top 10, 15 player of all time. But I'm talking about today. Mm-hmm. On June 21st, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant post both uh, leg injuries, slipping and falling in the layup lines, like, uh, and not really seemingly in his last two playoff appearances, how many times did we see Kevin Durant's jumper get blocked? Oh, yeah. In the last yeah, we two used to playoff never, series. We used to never That's something that. we never saw. Yeah. So I'm thinking an idea of, like, I, I really think this is Devin Booker's team and Kevin Durant and oh, Bradley I, Beal I are going to be playing not role-player roles because they're too prolific of scorers, mm-hmm. but it's going to be like a situation where, to me, it's very similar to, to Jokic is the guy you always depend on in Denver. And then it might be Michael Porter Jr. one night. It might be Murray another night. I think that's what it's going to be in Phoenix. Okay. So you think it's going to be Devin Booker kind of leading the ship and then... A hundred percent. And then depending on the night, it could be a Bill night or a Kevin Durant night that follow up. And I'm saying at their apex, at at his apex, Kevin Durant is better than Bradley Beal, period, stop. But I'm saying like right now, if I needed to play 45 minutes of a basketball game, I'm not sure if I can have Kevin Durant doing the ball handling and the usage rate that he, that we would have expected if him in years past, while Bradley Beal, Sean, he's been, like, the argument for him is decreases usage. And then another point, another point to that is, well, as far as, like, the regular season goes, Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal miss a lot of games. They miss a lot of games. I don't think Bradley Beal's played 50 games or more in three years. And we know Kevin Durant doesn't play that many games either since his Achilles injury. So I could see a scenario where those guys – are kind of taking turns on low managing throughout the season, while Devin Booker is that young guy probably pushing for an MVP case. See, the part of the issue with uh, uh, with Bradley Beal's injuries, a lot of them are like hamstring. A lot of them are like soft tissue. Yeah. And those, to me, are kind of like... Like, those are reoccurring well, things. Also, that, also, well, also, to me, I think those are kind away. of like... Either that or they're like the back soreness that gets you scratched because your team sucks. Yeah. You know, it's like I, how much of that is – part of me wonders like, how – Like what's the point of even playing? Yeah, I think a lot of the we're time not, – We're not winning. Yeah, we, we are 39 and 40. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the last game of the year because we're on the road. I'm not trying to fight for a playing spot. Oklahoma. Yeah, <laughs> like I think like, – I, I, so I wonder how much of it is that because the Wizards had started off in the last few years historically like really good. Yeah, but, we'll, we'll find out this year. <laughs> we'll find out this year for sure. Another thing we'll find out this year. In fact, before we do that and talk about the NBA draft, let's take a quick break. 
Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All of this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code OMAHAFULL and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you get to stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and up only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts. Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 wager only. Must register with the eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is held as a loss. Bet maximum bonus bet $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to the account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See seizures.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. No one to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, and Kansas call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts call 1-800- 327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The most, what is it? How, how do people, how have people been phrasing it? The most generational prospect since LeBron James Jr. All right. <laughs> no, the most general prospect since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right. The most, you know, what is it? Magic John No. Oh, okay, Victor Wembanyama is probably going to be the first overall pick in the NBA draft. I think that's a safe bet. But the thing, this is the thing that is driving me crazy. And it's hilarious because I'm seeing the same people doing it on the same shows and all of this. It's the same people who are talking about Victor Wembanyama is the best prospect since LeBron James, and then we'll turn around and talk about how Zion Williamson is in trade conversations for tomorrow or for Thursday's draft and results because you know, Portland this and this and that. 
I'm old enough to remember when Zion was the most unmissable prospect since LeBron. Remember, he blew out of his shoe at Duke. Remember, he's the first guy we've ever seen block a shot and defend a three-pointer. You know who's played more NBA games than him by tenfold? DeAndre Hunter, the guy who shot he blocked. <laughs> that was a yeah. That, he was at Virginia. That was a great block. Um, but that's what that everybody. Literally, people are talking about when I saw Victor Wembanyama defend the uh, uh, put his put back on the three. Oh, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. That was before. impressive. That I was remember impressive. things I've never seen before either. Like when Zion blocked the Andre Hunter shot. You know what? Let's wait till they get to the league till we talk about things we've never seen before. You're going to be so wrong about Victor, and I can't wait. You know what? I mean, you really hate these tall, I, linky, skinny, like unicorn type players. Like you really have a thing against them. It's it's really fascinating, actually. Bro, like I want to do a study on why do you hate these prototype players? Like, you know why? You know why? <laughs> I, I know Dave doesn't believe this, but I grew up in the country. I grew up in a country like near farms and horses and all that type of stuff, like cowboy hats and country music. Right? If you own a ranch. You need to get stallions. You don't need unicorns. <laughs> unicorns don't exist. You need to go get a stallion. All right? That's what you need. You need and you know a, what a, they a, have? You need to get a Megan the Stallion? You, hey, if that's what you're doing. But you know what? <laughs> they got measurables. They got. They come from good stock. You know that their daddy was fast. <laughs> like you, you know where it came from and what it's doing. So that way you could, try, you could possibly try to repeat success. Y'all keep drafting these unicorns. Y'all go, go. People can get fired trying to draft the next Kevin Durant. There is no next Kevin Durant. There is no next Charles Barkley. That's what Zion's the next Charles Barkley. Now, this guy, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he will be a generational player of a lifetime. I think he will. And the reason why. But I, I feel just know that every year, every other year at least, there's a generational player of a lifetime. Yeah, but he's different. And I'm still man. waiting on some of these bills to come due. He's different. You know who wasn't, actually, matter of fact, now that I'm on this train? Remember Anthony Edwards, that number one overall pick? What does he do? All he is is like the American savior for basketball at the moment. He's the best American-born player that we got that's young. Anthony Edwards, number one overall pick. Nobody talked about he was going to be, oh, my God, changing the game. No, all he is is took a team in Minnesota to two playoff appearances. They ain't seen that since Kevin Garnett was 21 years old. Well, you know, the Spurs, they're going to make the plan this year. As long as he plays 60 or more games. He's not. He There's no way. Why do you think he won't? Be he's he's going to want to be eligible for rookie bro, of the year. He got to play 65 games. Because he is, so he you is think he wants 19 years old. And he's so tall, he'd have to duck in a room with elevated ceilings. And he weighs he has, 115 pounds. He doesn't have no injury history. I don't believe, from my knowledge. So you're just banking on that? And, right. and with the new rule, you got to be you gotta at least play 65 games to be eligible for awards. He is going to want that Rookie of the Year award. So I'm telling you right now, the Spurs have been bad for years now. Greg Popovich is going to stay around longer because he finally got his another blue chipper. He got his next Tim Duncan. He got Victor. And I am telling you right now, that is the perfect situation for him to be in. Oh, and you can see you can, the next you Tim his, Duncan. You watch his Tim interviews. Tim Duncan got five rings. Tim Duncan is a, 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 a Tim Duncan is an all defensive player multiple times. And Victor's going to be an all time great. He's like Tim, he's going to be an all time great. That's what I'm saying. Can we pump the brakes? No, I'm can not pumping pump the brakes. I'm going all gas, no brakes right now. Victor Wimbenyama <laughs> is going to be an all time great. He's one of the best coaches of all time. And Greg Popovich oh is the it's a match made in heaven.
It's a match. This is like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. It's a perfect match. This is Brady and Belichick. No, it's not. You know why it's not Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? Because if it was, Andy Reid would have drafted Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Because Deshaun Watson was the can't-miss prospect in that class. That's what it was. I mean, at the time, yeah. Deshaun Watson was the generational quarterback in that class. Deshaun Watson was the one that Dabo Sweeney was saying was Michael Jordan and Cleats. That's that's what it would be if it was really that. So, no. So, maybe you want to talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Maybe that's Scoot Henderson and whatever team goes with him. Or Brandon Miller because it would not be the consensus number one overall pick. Even though they did take Trubisky before Watson. (laughs) But everybody said, what the hell was that? But no, seriously, I, I I love this fit, man. I don't know how you don't. I mean, I don't think he could have went to a better team, an organization, to de- develop his skills. And he already has the skill set. Honestly, it's more of a mindset thing at this point. We got to see how he is going against grown men day in and day out. So, you know, you see them clips of him in the post defensively kind of getting bodied around. But I don't see oh, him. He's going to get dunked on but multiple s- times in this league. I mean, who doesn't, though? Everybody, everybody's going to get dunked on. If you're challenging, you're going to get dunked on at some point. That's going to happen. But it's not fine. the people that they talk about is going to block three shots a game. I mean, you can still block three shots hands. and still get dunked on in the same no, game. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, they're not talking about – they don't talk about people like they talk about – I heard somebody – Brian Wilhorst said – What are you hearing then? You must be hearing some really crazy I turned, things. I, I'll just turn the TV on. He said that you – he was going to block two to three shots a game just because his hands were so big. That's what Brian Windhorst said. Just because his hands were so big. Like, what about where he puts his hands? I think that should matter. I mean, but it depends on how the blocks are happening. It could be weak side blocks, you know, where it's not just him one-on-one, where he's just helping on the weak side, like we saw with AD when they took him off of Jokic. I could see him getting blocks in that fashion as well. Yeah, you know, that's another thing. People talk about Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis at least had bicep muscles. I seen him when he was at Kentucky. He was at least, at, and you know, he, he had bigger shoulders. This dude is a beanpole. <laughs> I saw him on with Robin Roberts. Robin Roberts is talking, hey, what do you say to the people that say you need to bulk up? He said, yeah. I, I tell them they need to get skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, that's a great answer. I would probably say that too if I got that, if I got a question like that. So, I mean, I mean, since we're talking about it right now, do you not have him winning rookie of the year? I don't expect him to I mean, qualify. his odds are probably wouldn't be good, I don't expect obviously. him to qualify. Oh, so you don't think he's going to play 65 games? I don't. So you see like a, like a scoot. I he's, think it'll be scoot. He'll be a guy that I'll play. I can see him playing 70 games. I think it'll be scoot. And I think three years from now, we'll look and scoot will be a part of a playoff team. And, and I, don't, I can't speak on Victor. I don't know. So in Portland? I don't know. That's where you got scoot going? I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's, that's I, I what am, the books are saying right now. I am hoping and praying that Fat Boy gets sent out there, and uh, we can. Uh, He's and, talking about Zion. He says Fat Boy. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> gosh, you're ridiculous. But I, <laughs> hey, I was trying to think of another nickname. I was thinking Zion Only Fans Williamson. Wow. Right, because wow. it, it, it's got it's got it's got range. Right, because then you can talk about how, how he's got only luck. I love for the fans whenever he goes where he's about to be playing next. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They could talk about only, only, only. You know what I'm saying? All the fans, like you see, what I'm saying. Oh my gosh, I do want him to get traded to Charlotte, though. I've heard I've heard rumors about that. I would love to see him and Lamelo team up. I think that would be fun. 
when would when would, when would it happen? What do you mean? Well, I guess I, I, I guess you know. So you can see twenty five, thirty. You know what I'm saying? So when, when would they, when would they team up? Oh, because you know Lamelo. Oh, because oh, you're games. talking about the injury thing. Oh, yeah. They'd yeah, have to yeah, schedule yeah. their injuries to make sure that they would both be active at the same time. <laughs> You know, say, hey, Lamelo, how's that ankle feeling? Like, oh, the hamstring's finally back. June, ju- well, January second. I'm feeling, mean, feeling Steph, better. Steph had a lot of ankle injuries early in his career too, man. Lamelo will be fine. See, be we fine. do this a lot. Steph Curry is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. You know who else had a lot of ankle and foot injuries to begin his career? Lonzo Ball. What's he doing? Well, they said it was the shoes. So uh, hopefully Lamelo's not wearing the but you don't the triple Bs anymore. But you can name a million different players. Oh like, yeah, I know. But I wanted the I'm a glass half full guy. I don't think that's the best way to, to manage team building. Glass <laughs> half full. <laughs> I don't think that would be yeah, the see, best. This is, way. this is why we work, man. You're you so probably you're, you're be, glass half empty, man. Probably need to be glass three quarters of the way empty, <laughs> which apparently is more of a relationship than Zion has with anybody in New Orleans. Which is hard for me to believe because he clearly has relationships with some people in New Orleans. They're just not the Pelicans. Yeah, it's not the right people. He cl- clearly, some people care are heavily invested in this movie. Yeah, they got their account suspended. That's how invested they were. Did she really? Oh, you didn't see that yesterday? Yeah. Twitter finally took her account away. You know what? Good for you, Elon. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was getting bad, man. Like, we're going on two weeks every day. Tweeting about this man, I'll sue. <laughs> but the thing that just drives me nuts about this: Bradley Beal had an actual no trade clause. Everybody says that Paul, I mean uh, Damian Lillard, just wants to stay in Portland. To which I say, so what? Who cares? Like, yeah. uh, uh, am I missing something? You talking about like if you're in Portland? Yeah, if yeah, I'm in, yeah, if I'm yeah. the NBA in general, yeah, yeah, like who cares mm-hmm. that Dame wants to stay in Portland? What is he? Is he? If you trade somebody for him, like if New Orleans makes the, the trades uh, Zion for him, doing mm-hmm. in their first round pick, he's not going to report. Yeah, yeah, I would, he's not yeah, going to report. I think Portland. I think they secretly want to move on. But I think there's a lot of optics that are going on with this situation. They're stuck in this spot where do we add another piece? Are we a piece away from competing? I don't think they are. Are they dumb enough to to believe that? We're going to find out maybe in the next 24 hours. Because I always did think maybe there was a deal out there for like a Jalen Brown potentially. His situation in, in Boston, he's eligible for the Supermax, I believe. That's an interesting dynamic there. Um, and I saw something about uh, the Wizards trying to trade KP there. And they make oh, him the, oh, oh the Porzingis. unicorn from 2011, that one. The one that we've <laughs> never seen before. Remember that, Nick's fan spaghetti? The one we've never, ever seen before. Oh, He's yeah. going to come in and revolutionize spaghetti the game. Spaghetti is a Nick's fan. That's right. Remember, remember that? that <laughs> I remember him from Latvia, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, from Latvia. Oh, the guy who's now about to get bought out or traded again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. That, the, 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 I believe that might have been the first one that they called the unicorn. <laughs> we don't do this in any other sport. It's ridiculous. Like, Bryce Young gets drafted to Carolina, and nobody's talking about how he's about to win 10 Super Bowls. Right? Everybody's just like, oh, you know, we'll see what he does. Trevor Lawrence was the best prospect since Andrew Luck. 
right? Oh, no, 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 this and that. Look, oh, can you see his hair, right? But then, you know, he gets to this NFL, and then what happens in the NFL actually matters. Like, all the extra stuff doesn't matter anymore. Like, once he gets, like, so I'll actually maybe I'll be glad for today. I'll be glad for tomorrow. Draft him so I can be done with all of this. And I can see him on the court, and we can actually see if it actually matters. Because you remember when I told you I went to Vegas. I had to go see Zion for myself. I went down on the court. It was a I was, spectacle. I went down on the court because I had to pass when he was doing the warm-up. So, you know, my first, second, and third take, I told you in the time. I said, why isn't he playing defensive end? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, back to Portland, man. Um, if I'm them, just saying, there's all these generational talents. I'm trading Dame. I'm trading him. I'm drafting Scoot. And I'm going from there. Because at this point, it's redundant. He's been there 11 years. They've made one Western Conference Finals appearance. And the way the bracket's set up, they got lucky because they avoided the Warriors until the Conference Finals. The window's been closed. I thought that was the year. The window's been closed, man. It's time to move on, start fresh, get your new Dame and get Scoot, and go with this youth movement. Let Dame go to a contender, and he can chase a ring. That's where I'm at if I'm Portland. You know, I know it's going to be tough because he's so loyal, and he's one of our all-time greats, and we just love Dame. Don't cheat the grind, all of that. Dame time, I get it. He puts butts in the seat. Well, if you get Scoot, he'll put butts in the seats as well. And you still won't win this year, regardless. So why not go with the guy that's 10 years younger you know, and move forward? There's some joke in here about the relationship being too long without a ring. They've been dating for 11, 12 years. You know, <laughs> they need, he needs a ring. He needs to go take her to, take her to Jared. Really? Miami. I was about to say, that literally the next words out of my mouth <laughs> is, it is imperative for the Miami Heat to go and get Damian Lillard. That's it. That is the only answer to me that I, if I was in the front office, that's the only acceptable outcome of this NBA offseason to me. If I'm the Miami Heat, that yeah. is it. Yeah. Like, that's it. Because this thing over there, I mean, you know, people laugh at three out of the four last Eastern Conference Finals. This thing is going to slam shut in about two and a half, three years. Yeah. You've got to do it now. Yeah. That is, I think is that is the number one. That's my like my bold. It's not a bold prediction, but it's just like that's my that has to happen. Yeah, and it, I mean if that does happen, they have to be the favorite out the East, right? I would have them as my favorite. Out yeah, the East. I would. I would In think fact, so. I bet them already with the idea that they were going to make that trade. Oh, you made a bet for next year? Mm -hmm. What? They then win the the championship? Mm -hmm. What you get it at? Uh, something like 25 to 1. So they're wow. low down. They're wow. Not, they're not. <laughs> wow. They okay. Were not, they were so you not. got ahead of it, assuming Dame will trade. be a Miami Heat. I think they're going to make the trade. And then imagine how the odds are going to change when yeah. that happens. I think they're going to make that the was, trade. That was a good good value. I might have to jump on that before it happens. Every so often, I'll have a good one. Every <laughs> so often. But let's take a quick break. We'll get into some bold predictions for the next NBA's uh, season. And then maybe something on the draft. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, Eddie did float. Like, if you have any bold predictions, here it is. I floated around a few times. John Morant is suspended for 25 games. I know what you're going to say. I know exactly what He's you're going to He's going to play more basketball this <laughs> season than Zion Williamson will play. Even with his suspension, I have gotten this right now three times. We're gonna we're gonna this, to, we're gonna bet we're betting on this. We have to come up with some type of wager on this. Um, well, it, this is a good thing that we both work here and the capital consequences because, that exist. So <laughs> you're giving me a 25 game start, <laughs> and not to mention when he comes out of, comes back from suspension, he's not gonna play every single game remaining. So that's what. 25, what's 81, 82 minus 25? Quick math. You're good at this. That's, That's what, 57? There you go. So he's not going to play 57 games. So you got to at least take out, what, maybe 10 to 15? So that's like, what, 47, 45-ish? Do you know that 57 games would be two and a half less than double the amount of games that Zion Williamson averages per season over the last four years, which is 29? That's fair. Plays 29 That's games fair. a season. That's Actually, fair. I don't think it's that far off. If I was setting the odds, I think it'd be even money either way. Or, you know, minus 110. Maybe Zion would be a slight a slight favorite. See, I, I'm going to go with the zigzag theory, okay? So Zion's first year, he only played 24 games. Second year, he actually played 61 games. Did you know that? Second year, he played 61 games. And then this last year, 29. So that means he's due for another 50 or more <laughs> Game season based on this, <laughs> this early trend we got going on here. No, just listen to what you just said. Just take a thousand foot view to what you just said. You said he's due for 50 games. There's 82 in the season. So 50, you're like 50 or more. I'm saying 50, 50 okay, or more. but 50 or more. So you're like, well, you know, he's slated to play just a little bit over half right now if, if current trends continue. Like, that's a disaster. I mean, I'm not going to come out here and say he's going to say play 70 games. That would be ridiculous. New but Orleans has to trade him. They have to trade him. They don't have to trade him. They have to trade him. They have to. They have to. Why? Because his value is still is really high right now? Exactly. Exactly. That's it. That's it. That's it. If another year goes by and he has another 30-game season, 40-game season – and and that like that's all it's gonna take. You talking about twenty nine? If he has another forty game season, 
it's it's over. He has to at least play fifty. It's over in terms of trading for him because he's on the he's on the max. He's on it's now it's the max that you get the the, the lower max, the yeah. rookie, you know, the keep your own guy max. But still, a max is max is so a max. So what will be the number for you to where you'll be like, okay, it's not over. Like if he at least played 50, 55? No, it's got to be. We're, Are you talking about this? It got to be in the sixties. No, it's, it's got to be consistent. Oh, so just like, so just one year playing like sixty games. No, what what, like, what like, movie? Like people give Anthony Davis all types of help because he gets hurt all the time, but uh-huh. he's consistently there. Like he's like he it, when he when he has an injury, six to eight weeks later he will be back. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm he saying? He just don't like, just disappear. Yeah, you're like, like when you get hurt, I'm not saying you can never get hurt. Yeah, but where are you getting better at? Your job is to be. Your job is to be physically fit. Yeah. Where Where is it? Yeah. Where are you rehabbing? How's your recovery? And I'm not saying I. You have to do it for me, right? But I'm saying I can see the impact of rehab and recovery for other players. Jamal Murray tears his knee up. He's back on the court after. <laughs> like. Yeah. You see him recovering, and then you see the heights that he gets back to. Zion had a soft tissue injury the day. January 2nd. In Philadelphia. The day after New Year's Day. It's June 21st. You cut that B-roll, I think. I did. It's June 21st, and the last time we've seen him on the internet is his gender reveal. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I must admit, you know I've been a big Zion uh, supporter, but I'm I'm reeling right now. I'm I'm hanging on by a thread, man. It's hard to keep defending them, but... I, I will so say though, I think I think this last year, th- th- this is a big year. Like I have to see something this year as far as him just being on the court and being available. If he plays like less than fifty games this year, I'm out. This is such. Uh, maybe I just have football I'm in my out. brain. This sport is so different than football. It drives me insane. How is the door just open on? Like, right now, Saquon Barkley cannot get paid. He's trying hard as hell to get paid, and he can't get paid. You're really passionate about this. I see it. But it's just like, <laughs> like if you look at the last two seasons, of his four-year career so far at the Giants, two of the first two, yeah, injuries, da-da-da. His last two, solid, right? It's like, been there. Zion has just been like, maybe he'll come. If he does come, at best chance, he'll play 60 games. We got to max him out. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're a bad team if we don't max him out. It's, it's just, it It drives me insane. It doesn't make any sense. It two different no worlds. Sense to me. Two different worlds, man. It makes no sense to me. No, it's the same world. Two different sports. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but money is money. <laughs> and ability is ability. And output is output. And like certain things should need to matter. Like, well, to be fair, bro, you're in the NBA. You're paying 15 guys versus paying 53. I mean, that's a pretty significant difference there. Where you're allocating your funds to. If you can't afford it, don't buy it. What's your? Would you have a bold prediction? Uh, bold prediction. I mean, I don't know if you consider this bold. I mean, I guess on the odds, it, it has to be considered somewhat bold, right? I like the Lakers to win the title next year at plus 1100. That's pretty semi-bold, right? I think it's two sides of the coin. They did get to the Western Conference semifinals. I mean, the Western yeah, Conference finals. a lot finals. of people don't believe it. Right. <laughs> like, you, like you. You think it was fake. I don't think it was fake. 
I think they have LeBron and Anthony Davis. Like, those two are great players, right? Yeah, but she was day. ripping them the whole run. You were like, But oh, they didn't have enough. I didn't think they had enough the whole time. But it's like, I'm not I'm not, I'm not, not that guy. I'm not going to be like, oh, it was a fake run. Who did they play on the way? I know. I'm just, no, I'm just but, messing with you. But, <laughs> but I think the, the, the thing with the Lakers was, to me, they had glaring holes across the roster that people were just like, so what? It's LeBron and AD. What's the problem? Yeah. Yeah, but no, I think if they retain their core four, which is obviously LeBron, AD, Austin Reeves, and Rui, and then I'll, <laughs> why why are you snickering? <laughs> what, what is that? What that's is a that core. For? That's a core four. Like that's a big two, little two. That's the. <laughs> I mean. I mean. No, you're going to put more respect on Austin Reeves' name, man. I'm telling you, man. This guy can be an all-star one day. He can be an all-star. And I wouldn't, you wouldn't be shocked. He, I, could, he could be I, the third all-star. My jaw would hit the floor if Austin Reeves made the Western Conference all-star team. It would obviously require... I would lose my... I might lose all credibility. It would require a couple of injuries. Like it would be one of those ones where, like... He sneaks one in and like he never makes it again type thing. Like kind of like how Andrew Wiggins made it a couple years ago with the Warriors. Like it, it has to, everything has to happen right. The Lakers have to have one of the best records in the league. You have to have some injuries at, at the position. Our guys just not playing. And you know, he kind of just sneaks in and he's been the third best player. They got the third best record in the league. He's averaging like 18 points a game. Like I can see it in that scenario. That's how it happened for Andrew Wiggins. So I don't see why it's that far-fetched. Jamal Murray, who had multiple 30-point finals games, yeah. has never made the All-Star game. Yeah. Stop it. Stop this madness. Stop this conversation. But you also have to consider the Laker narrative, too, that, as part of it, right? Like, I'm, I, the way I laid it out. Maybe this is why I like football better. <laughs> the way I laid less it narrative. out. There's less narrative, more if hidden. They, if they had a great record, Shay. Talking to my, my friend here from Kansas City. They had a great record by the All-Star break. Let's say they're number two or three in the West. Austin Reeves is averaging 18 points a game. Clearly the third best player. Listen. And there's some injuries in the West. You know, a couple star players are hurt, so they're not going to make it. That happens every year. I could see him sneaking in as the last guy on the All-Star Look, team. All due respect. I'm not saying it's going to happen. All due respect to Kansas that City far Jay over there. But hell no. This ain't no Twitter spaces. This ain't no, this ain't no Twitter after dark. Leave that mess out of here. Austin, that's your bold prediction right there. Austin Reeves is going to be Forget an all-star. It. Put ultimate. me down. I'm all Austin in. Reeves is an all-star. Austin Reeves will be an all-star. That's what, no, no, no. Because let's, let's put it, like, like you said, he'll be an alternate. He'll be an all-star alternate. Yeah. I'm not saying he's going to get voted into the first 15. Like, like I'm not saying I'm not going there. Oh, who are you saying? No, I, I, I want to oh. qualify this opinion right here. Oh, yeah. The same way that I want to oh. make sure we got this one on wax. <laughs> You're not saying he's going to make the first 15? No, he's going to be an alternate. You say he's going to be an yeah. alternate. Somebody's going to get hurt, and he's going to fill in. He'll be like one of the first fill-ins. So, so, so he'll be before the third alternate. There will, be, there will, not, there will not be three people replaced in the All-Star no. game before Austin. No. no. He takes another leap this year, and Lakers will have a good record. There you go. Mark that down. I'm remember this. Mark that down. Clip it. <laughs> Mark his words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get it. Austin Reeves, baby. What else? Can I get odds on that? Can, can I, that would probably be crazy. I need some odds on that. Yeah, it'd probably be about the same odds of getting struck by lightning twice and then hit by a car. <laughs> 
I need like plus 5,000 or something. Yeah, it's like getting odds on the sun rising in the West. You know, while we're talking about things that aren't going to happen. You know it's, like, it's like getting odds on the California snowstorm. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, talking about things that ain't just all things right, that aren't all real. Right, okay, all right, we get it, we get it. So I, I think the truest sign I'm getting older, and I say older, I'm just like the absence of youth. Cause you know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not nearly old yet, you know. But I'm. I'm definitely not like the young. I. I. I you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> One of the ways I'm feeling it is certain moments where, like, they'll interview like the kids from March Madness or something like that, and they'll be like, "Who sang this song?" And it'll be like in the club, and they'll be like, "Oh man, my dad loves this song." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, damn. It's like, oh, was that was that 25 cent? Yeah, so stuff like that. It's like, you know, oh, that's the one. Uh, a dollar? You know, it's like, oh, okay. Like I, I'm, I'm old now. I get it. I get it. I, I am, I'm, I'm progressing past this point. So when Brandon Miller says that Paul George is his, is the gold <laughs> basketball player of all time, I have to chalk it up to like, he's ranking in like podcasting. And things that like I like, like like his internet fame and things that I didn't click into because I don't rate. I, it's, it's God, God. You know, I want to get a guy the benefit of the doubt. It'd probably be the second pick in the draft, like right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. He's the odds-on favorite to be second. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's that, and then also a lot of people compare Brandon Miller's game to Paul George. So he's probably been hearing that like his whole life, <laughs> and it's crazy to say that, right? Because we look at Paul George as like a guy that's not that old, right? Like he hasn't been. But if you really look at it, to Brandon Miller, he's 18 years old. He's been seeing Paul George play since he was like nine, 10 years old. So like he grew up watching Paul George in Indiana and with OKC and then now with the Clippers. Like that's the guy that he grew up watching. So, yeah, I think it's that. And then like, like you said as well, like these guys really care about like how they are outside of the basketball court. Like the personality, his drip, you know, playoff P, got the podcast now. He just seems like a cool guy. Like he just seems cool, like on the surface. Obviously, I don't know him personally, but he gives that impression. So I think Ooh. that matters too. Whose podcast would be worse, Michael Jordan or LeBron's? Michael Jordan, for sure. Michael Jordan, easy. I mean, I actually kind of like the. I mean, I know it's not like Dog, really no, a no, podcast. No, no. I mean, like a no, 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 but like the, the shop, shop, not oh, the okay. shop, not a TV show <laughs> with a whole bunch of people around. And I'm talking about like your strict, like just your, him and your like prototypical one other person podcast, right? You know, the ones that we have, the one like the LeBron James show where LeBron interviews, you know, people of news and note for an hour at a time, twice a week, or the Michael Jordan show where they do the Jordan's same thing. Jordan's would still be worse. Because I feel like LeBron, he still has a sense of what people like in this era, in the social media era. And Does he? Yeah, I think so. He's, he's definitely more hip. I mean, have we you, know Michael Jordan. Have you read one of his Instagram captions in the last, like, three years? Because it screams, like, this is not a, he's no longer him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, he has some dad moments every now and then. No, uh, no. What, what did he say to Michael Malone? The sun never sets on a star? <laughs> Come on, man. That's straight out of a freaking uh, kid's book. But Michael Jordan doesn't even have social media. So he's already a step ahead of him just off that alone, right? Or he's a step behind. LeBron's a step behind. Michael Jordan's above the conversation. Mm. Mm. See, so you think think LeBron's would be worse? Probably. Really? 
Because I don't, you know what? Because honestly, to answer the question honestly, all these shows are guest dependent anyway, and I uh-huh. think Mike would be able to book better, better guests. I think I think that everybody that LeBron James could book, Michael Jordan could also book, uh-huh. but Mike has way more free time. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's a good team. point. That's a good point. He's got point. way more free time to be able to get whoever he, like, That's literally whoever he wants. Okay, well, yeah. If you're going based on adding that factor into it, then yeah. I, I'm just doing the Brandon Miller version of taking <laughs> everything into consideration. Uh-huh. Yeah. Paul George is a goat, man. So how, how, all right, no, really want to end the podcast with this. Uh-huh. How long in Victor Wimbenyama's career does it have to go before we can make a deciding factor on it? Either or. Either way. I would say three years. Three years. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll remind everyone. LeBron Raymond James Sr. walked into this league and scored 20 points and eight rebounds in his first NBA action. Against the no. Sacramento so Kings. So here's what I'm saying. Though. And I'll say this. From that moment, I believe he missed the All-Star game his first season and has been an All-Star since that time. Mm-hmm. It is now 20 years later. And this is what they talk about. The greatest prospect since. And you say in three, four years. I'm I just, just I just wanna no the here, math ain't mad. I think no, you I think you'll see it year one, but I'm just saying three years to give me some some cushion. That's a personal thing for me. Mm. I'm just giving myself a little leeway. But I do believe you will see it year one. But I don't know, but you're asking about a deciding factor. That's that's final. I still think in your mind, even if Victor did average like 20. Eight and six, you would still be like, I need to see more. Can he do it in the playoffs, sir? I wasn't worried like, about. I still haven't seen like, Joel Embiid do but, it in the playoffs, but, the, but I know he was worthy. But the of the fact that, that you're so pick. against him, I feel like you're gonna ride it as long as you can. Even if you do see it year one, you're gonna be like, No, I need to see it again. What? I'm just gonna have to see him play. If he plays, that's the issue with your boy. He doesn't play. He told us, like, yeah, I need to see it again because the last time I saw it was three weeks ago. Well, you say... If the last time I saw it was three weeks ago, then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to need to see it again. Well, I'm going to need to see it with a little bit more consistency. Well, you know what's going to happen in three weeks? Well, not three weeks ago, but three weeks ahead. Hmm. Are you going to see him in Vegas? He says he's going to play some, some in the summer league. So you can see him there. How about that? I we played. I'll be there. I'll be in Vegas. Over under three games. Over under two and a half games played. Over. Stop it. Over. You sound crazy. Over. Wait. I want to put that one over. He might not play too many minutes, but he's going to participate in at least three games. Yes.
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.